This Euro qualifier picks edition of the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now, use the code SGP. New customers score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any NFL game only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code SGP. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app. Use the promo code SGPN. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. If you play the Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL, win up to 20x in one game. Use the promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. And finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Download Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Welcome everybody to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Mark Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle, Fontaine in the northeast of England. Today is Sunday, the 10th of September. Uh, and we've got more little Euro qualifiers for Monday and Tuesday uh, before we get stuck back into the main event um, for the Premier League next weekend. Joining me on this uh, Sunday afternoon is Mr. Barry Penaluna. Hello, Baz. Harry? Uh, hi, I'm all right, yeah. Um, busy as anything today, Malcolm. To be honest, I've never stopped. Um, first day Tell of the football more. season. First okay. Day for, for my team, so... Girls under 14s, um, first game against Mans. How are you then? A little team up the road, uh, and we had an absolute thriller. Uh, six all finished. <laughs> uh, we were never behind, and we were never two goals in front. It literally right. went 1 0, 1 1, 2 1, 2 2, 3 2, 3 3. That's brilliant. Uh, but to be fair, we were hanging on right at the end, and it got to the last sort of two or three minutes, and I just wanted to whistle to go. I, I, it would have be been fair, lose, like it would have been absolutely awful to lose it if we had it. Yeah. Um, but a uh, great game and, and a probably a fair result. Really, really cracking, uh, cracking. I'm not, I'm, I'm not yet to criticise, Baz. But as the coach, if you've got in front in a game six times, <laughs> can you not make an adjustment somewhere to try and hold that lead six no, times? We, we, six we times tried. is the key. I can't help but think, Baz. Six times is the key bit of information in wanting you to make an adjustment. <laughs> No, we we tried, mate. The, the, the what did you try? We we changed we changed a lot. Uh, to be fair, it was like thirty degree heat as well. <laughs> um, it was absolutely sweltering, and the girls were absolutely wrecked by the end of it. Like you couldn't couldn't follow the efforts. Um, and and we were playing against a good side. It was a good result against a good side. To be fair, but um, yeah, it, it's a valid point. But you know, we we got ahead. Once we went six five up, I thought we'd hold out. But it literally it was it was every time we scored, they equalised within a minute. That was it. And then there was a bit of five minutes of backwards and forwards, and then we'd score again. And then a minute later they were we were never ahead for more than we were probably only ahead for about four minutes in the entire game. It was a bit, bit of a wild one. <laughs> but it was thoroughly enjoyable, really enjoyed it, and that's the most important thing. Malcolm, as you know, grassroots football. Yeah, right, like uh yeah, well, it's the first weekend of grassroots. So we had a game Friday night. I say we, Bob had a game Friday night, uh, which was a little friendly for like a representative team he's been picked for. Um, but then obviously had a league game on Saturday morning, 
and then had a league game this morning. So we've got a 2-0 win yesterday morning, which was good. He won the penalty late on. There was nothing in the game at all. About 10 minutes left, he won a penalty. Um, they, oh, I tell you, like this, Baz, is a quote. Cynical. Oh, this was cynical. Roll on, roll off subs, right? So Bob wins the penalty. We've got our big blasty centre-half on the bench at this point. <laughs> so the manager puts him on. He's, he's like, he's about your size, like he's 11, right? So he comes on, smashes this penalty down the middle and just immediately goes back off again, NFL style. That's bad, isn't it? I said to the coach, like, I said, Stevie, one of those nine kids could have kicked that ball in the goal. Like, you didn't need to bring big James on to do it. Um, so they got a 2 but then, so then this morning, up at Blythe Spartans, we got humped. They were terrible. Um, but, but Bob's legs are falling off. Like, I knew this morning, I drove him and Alfie in the van. And the two of them were just knackered because he said it's been a hot weekend. But they both played Friday night. They both played Saturday. And today, I could just tell they didn't have it in them. Um, and the worst thing was, we got back here at lunchtime where we thought, oh, that's it, done. He had a party this afternoon at three o'clock at Goals, Newcastle, five-a-side party. <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry, mate, you're going to have to go out to that. Luckily, it started absolutely pissing down the rain. The electrical storm at the party got cancelled. They wouldn't let them. Yeah. You, apparently, you're not allowed to play in a metal cage, five-a-side, when it's thundering and lightning, Buzz. Fannies. Right. Makes sense. Right? We've had a bit of a storm yeah. here. Uh, Chloe's out at a party with a bouncy castle. And, oh, uh, no. Pool and all of this lot. So I don't think that's ideal in a thunderstorm either. But we'll see if she's survived in a couple of hours, see if she makes it home. Fun and games. Um, I've got algorithm news, Baz. Uh, I've, got a new, I've got a new thing on my Twitter thing. Yeah. No, no slutty Velma. Uh, no spiders. I can't remember what else. It was, oh, um, people fighting. That was your fault. People scrapping, uh, massive spiders. This one I'm okay with. This is a good algorithm, um, and it's NFL cheerleaders, Baz. They keep deciding I want to look at, and they're absolutely right. They're they're, they're very correct in their assumption. Uh, that's all I'm getting. Yeah, every second post uh, is an NFL cheerleader doing something fun. So that's okay. I'll stick with that one. That's better than the uh, the spiders and the scrapping. Um, so Baz, well. We're back, aren't we? Which is good. You can tell there's a much more light-hearted air to the chat this week. When last week we had to come on and sit here with shame-faced when we were dragged through the village of uh, damned gamblers. But we've made some picks this week in the EFL and the qualifiers and we did all right, Baz. I went four and two. So ended a few units ahead. Um, with a little ladder in there. Um, and you, what did you go? I mean, my main picks were three and three. Yeah. Um, but there was a four to one in there. I took Hungary. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. Which was an absolutely great start, wasn't it? That was a Thursday night. Hungary, four yeah. to one to beat, um, was it Serbia or Slovakia? I've forgotten already. Serbia. So much happened since. Um, so, yeah, we got, the, got off to an absolute flyer. So I was free roll. And as soon as that cashes, that's it. I'm, I'm fine. Um, and the other one I really, really liked was that Swindon game. Yeah. Name it. Just the price just looked wrong. Swindon were close to evens to win that match, and it just looked huge. I even put it in the Discord. Uh, Lenny and and Benedict did Dantold in, in there or big on their EFL stuff, and I said, "Boys, what am I missing with this Swindon price?" Uh, and Lenny agreed. He said he couldn't see why Swindon was such a big price. It went three 0 up um, in twenty three minutes, and I took the ladder, goals ladder. Yeah, you did, didn't you? In. Swindon two or more, three or more, four or more, five or more. And we cashed the five <laughs> or more, 20 to one, Malcolm. So, yeah, once once we hit the third, we were at 11 to four, plus 275. Um, that was 23 minutes in. And then 
second half, they hit the fourth for eight to one, and they hit the fifth for twenty to one, and they weren't far off getting the fifty to one for the uh, six goals. I watched it on the old fire stick. They had a penalty turned down. They had a couple of good chances scraped off the line and stuff. But um, yeah, absolute blinder for me. Um, that that goal ladder absolutely. Made that my entire game, that's because obviously we there's a game half handicapped tonight. It's a bit of a weird one, and the bookies are absolutely spot on with it. And a lot of the time, most of the time, they are. And I saw actually Scott Reichel, who does a load of stuff on the network, um, messaging about this today that sometimes the bookies will make a mistake. And that Swindon one just looked like a mistake. It had a five-five draw. Um, so I mean, total any any way you dress it up, team goals, total goals, um, just Swindon goals, like and this finished five-three. Swindon didn't just batter them. There was eight total goals in the game. Um, in fact, so we... Like, quite a few of the games, the Gillingham-Harrigate game as well, was we had the both teams to score no, but we, I didn't know whether to go under two and a half. Again, team total, which Gillingham team total, the Harrogate team total, finished nil-nil. We were absolutely all over that. Um, the Scotland game on the Asian handicap, they were throwing it up inside no time at all. I felt like I got the Italy-Macedonia game spot on. And I just feel a little better because my first pick went down on Thursday and I had the fear, Baz. I got one and nine. And I messaged you. you could you sense my panic in that message? Yeah. I, just, I messaged you. I knew my picks would be shit. I hate international football. I hate AFL football. I might just retire from the... You You just do those. I'm sticking to the... I was having a proper... All the toys came out of the prom. Um, And then, luckily, uh, four back. The one I got wrong, and I think this was a definite mistake. You're always learning, Baz whether you're looking at different leagues and I do different sports on this network and so and you never stop learning was the exit again took exit to beat Orient which is really just looked at the numbers the form lines and stuff and what I didn't realise was the exit had two players disappeared off on international duty with Finland the goalkeeper and another one of their main players had gone off to play with Finland and they were like starting a 16 year old kid in there and that will make a difference and that felt I felt that was something I should have known um, so, you know, as much as we've sat and made 10 million bets each in our life, uh, you've still got to, you know, there's always room to think, right, I'll just double check, like, um, yeah. that stuff like that isn't going on, because that would cost you. And it wasn't a fleeting result. Exeter got one nil up. But Orient, I'll, this is a game I watched. Orient were much better than Exeter all afternoon, like, uh, fully deserved their win. So, um, but yeah, I think uh, we, we read a lot of this pretty well, Bas. Yeah, okay. I, I mean, the couple I got wrong was um, England and I really forced myself into a pick for the England game I don't know why because I fucking hate England and international breaks we're trying to give something on the show that people are going to watch as well though Baz you know what I mean you want to give Andorra v Belarus like you you try and look at the big games but you can't force yourself down a route you don't want to I mean it was a horrible game Uh, North County game I I took the the overs and um, took the unders in the Carlisle Stevenage game, which was nil-nil for a long period of time. I think it might be nil-nil at half-time, to be honest, but then finished 2-2 in the end. Um, but as I say, for me, as soon as I hit the hungry, I, I knew anything was a bonus. And and to hit that ladder, first first proper ladder of the season for me. Yeah, um, yeah. First one I've really put out as a, as a really sort of strong... Well, was it not on Friday night as well, Baz? Uh, it was Friday night, wasn't it? No, was it Thursday night? No, oh. no the ladder was the um, Saturday afternoon, man, wasn't it? No, I'm on about Hungary. Oh, Hungary was a Thursday. Yeah. All oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, right. Friday night, Friday, Basel. Friday is normally my thing. I didn't have yeah. a Friday night. Uh, Hungary was the Thursday. Uh, no, the Hungary game, 
you clipped it and said, you know, that was 100 percent the R sniffer of the week. The minute like you've done this to me a few times, was like I've looked around like 30 odd games. The minute you said it, I was like, shit, he's got it, he's done it again. Like that's the one. And it was the same. Um, I can't remember a couple of weeks ago was that when you had Wrexham to get beat or something like I mean, this is the thing with, with the show, Matt. We we get we've had loads of good feedback lately. People are really enjoying what we're doing, and that's what we try and do. We put our picks out there. And we give all of our reasons. You'll get some shows where it'll just be Man United v Chelsea. I think Man United will win uh, or Man United will do this. But we'll put our thoughts behind it and people will listen and some people will like what we say and some people will absolutely hate it. That's fine. Like yeah. We won't put all these winners out. But I, I do enjoy watching back when I look at the analysis of that hungry game. <laughs> you split the two teams in any metric. Whatever you looked at, these teams were just a perfect match for each other. Yeah. So you're giving me one of them at four to one. You have to take it, like. Um, but yeah, I mean, it doesn't always work. But but you've got to, you've got to milk it when it does. Um, but yeah, again, it was really good. Got got a lot of good feedback from a few people on TikToks and Twitter and stuff. People who who got on it. A couple of comments in the YouTube. Josh, I know was involved and Mark B who'd been a new name would see in the YouTube he he got involved on the Hungry Game and, and had a few other things yesterday so loads of people are picking up winners from what we've got and most importantly people are enjoying what we're putting out at the minute and you know that's that's the most important thing but they, obviously it helps that we've we've had a really good start a uh, little bit of a down down week on week four of the Premier League but um, overall it's been a really, well, really I also uh, came up with the way of thinking Baz if I could sit here and go one and nine every week what a service that is, by the way, because everyone just picked the other side. Exactly. That's a, this is the most valuable service you'll ever come across. So let's not worry about it. As long as we're going one or the other, like it's fine. Just don't go five and five, Buzz. Go nine and one or one and nine. Um, I was trying to explain to someone, but I was telling someone about the podcast the other day. And said, oh, so you basically just sit there and tell people what to put their money on. I said, we don't tell anybody what you to know, do. No, it's not. It's the There's exact no opposite. Because you know, we don't want to be one of them. I said, oh, yeah, if you back all of my picks every week, you're guaranteed to make money. It's not what we're saying at all, is it? We're not telling anybody what to do. No. We're just telling you what, what we think we would do on each game. Um, and a lot of it we get on. But, but you know, it would be lying if we said we're backing every single thing every week. Um Fortunately, I got on the right stuff this week. Um, but yeah, I'd say good, good start. I, I mean, it's notably quiet tonight, Malcolm. We've had a lot of interaction in the chat. We've got two people lurking, um, but I think we've got some quiet. Um, NFL kicks off in less than an hour now, and a lot of our American listeners will be engrossed in that, picking out their bets, putting their DFS lineups on, sorting their fantasy teams, uh, all the stuff that I've been doing for the last hour. Um, yeah. So yeah, we expected this to be a quiet one. It will be a bit shorter as well. We haven't got too much, have we, in terms of picks? Got a few more international things going, and then we'll be back into our bread and butter, back onto the Premier League midweek. The majority of this show, Baz, is going to be this block of ad reads I have to do. So uh, <laughs> if you want to go and do the shopping, or if you want to mow the lawn or something, mate, come back in seven or eight minutes. I'll be here. Um, right, are you ready? Deep breath. Football is back. In 42 minutes, as it happens. Um, Drafting Sports, we've got you covered. The official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet $5 on football and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Um, DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Um, so get on the NFL Week 2 action with DraftKings Sports. We can download the app now. Use the code SGP to sign up. New customers can get just $5 and take home 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sports. Speak with the code SGP. 
The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See draftingscom slash sports with details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Game time, the ticket people. Uh, big fans of these. Um, helping you buy tickets for any event you like, taking all the stress out of it, whether you're going to see some sport, music, comedy or any theatre. Game time, we've got the killer deals, last-minute tickets and the best price guarantee so you can stop stressing over the tickets start getting hyped for the fun i know sean green our esteemed leader has picked up a load of uh tickets for the eagles rams game at sofi stadium for him and all his family used game time said it was absolutely brilliant and the game time guarantee credits you 110 percent of the difference if you find tickets in the same section and row for less um so the thing you do is download the game time app uh, create an account, use the code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, create an account, redeem the code SGPN for $20 off. Download game time today, last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Yeah, it wasn't as bad, Baz, I've broken up into two bits. We'll do the rest in a little while. Uh, Courtney, hello, Courtney, how are you? Where's Courtney going? She's driving. Oh, Courtney's having a little drive. Uh, we enjoy Courtney. Courtney's a Man United fan, but we don't hold that against her, Baz, because we're very nice gentlemen. Um, but thanks for getting in touch, Courtney. Drive safely. Um, international stuff then, Baz. There's games tonight, Sunday. Um, so I'm guessing we're focused on Monday and Tuesday, which another slate of a dozen or so um, Euro qualifiers. It's been quite a good fun weekend, actually, Euro qualifiers. It's been interesting. And the fact that we've been trying to analyse them um, puts more of a spin on it. I've made three picks, Baz. What you got? Uh, I've got... Three, four, four, three and a half. All right, yeah, well, I've you got, go first I've got then. Four, I've got four picks. I just chucked an extra bonus one in at the end, uh, but I'll go first. Um, I'm starting off with Armenia, Croatia. You got anything in that one, Malcolm? No, no, I'm touch that one, Baz. Oh, I'm going to click on it now, though, and see what you're doing. Who would touch that, eh? Uh, Armenia have had a good campaign so far. They sit here tied on points with Croatia, both on seven points. Uh, Armenia have played four, Croatia have played just three, though. But it does make it a hugely important game for Croatia with Turkey currently topping the group and only two teams qualifying automatically. And if Croatia were to drop points here, it would put a little bit of pressure on them. Uh, Armenia drew with Turkey. They've also lost with Turkey and then had wins against Wales and Latvia. Both teams have scored hit in all four of their games and over two and a half has hit in three of the four. Um, it's been quite a significant turnaround in form for Armenia, who lost five games in a row competitively before coming into this qualifying campaign. So in the the Nations League, they'd lost the last five games and conceded 17 in the process. Um, but I'm leaning towards that being a bit of a temporary turnaround based on the fixtures. They struggled against Turkey um, and beat the, the sort of minnows, teams like Wales um, and Latvia. Um, and I think this is obviously a, a step up in terms of opposition with Croatia. Um the other thing, they've gone 12 games now without a clean sheet. So they're obviously struggling at the back. And now up against the Croatia side, who put five past Latvia over the weekend. Um, I fancy Croatia and I fancy goals. Um, I mean, as I say, looking at those those results where, where Armenia had been in bad form, Ukraine went to Armenia and scored five away from home. And Scotland went over there and scored four away from home. 
So it is goals for me. Over 2.5 goals is 4 to 5, minus 125. But I, I think Croatia can get all three of them here. I'm, I'm taking Croatia to get the win they need to put them back into the qualification spot. And I think they'll do it comfortably. Croatia to score three or more against Armenia at 13 to 8, plus 167. Ooh, it's like, I just have a look. The minute you, I dragged the game up, I said the minus one, minus one and a half looks like an absolute steal because you, you get a push for minus one and that's yeah. a shade of odds on. Uh, sort of minus one ten, like sort of ten to eleven kind of price. Um, that's just moved actually right in front of my eyes. I've never seen that. Who's sitting in the house somewhere in the world back in Army, you know, Armenia v Croatia? Um, someone's listening, Baz. They're on to us. Um, so that looks like a, a buy move. Did Armenia go and win in Wales four two? Was that them? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah I can admire on that game. Plenty of goals in the game. So as I say, if you want a safe one, I think over 2.5 goals, because I wouldn't put it past Armenia to get a goal themselves. Um, but they just struggle at the other end. So I thought I'd go for a bit of a bigger price. Croatia to score three or more was the, was the one I liked. I'll tell you but what I, don't I mind your, don't mind your suggestion of taking Croatia on that handicap as well. Three yeah, you're going, if, you want to stick it, if you want to stick that in a parley or if you're a, uh, a $1,000... Thousand dollar better, just fill your boots like. And um, I'll tell you what I know about Armenia, Baz. Uh, Mount Ararat. If you're aware of Mount Ararat, do you know what's uh, the significance of Mount Ararat, Baz? It's in Armenia. Daddy, but what is it? Come on, think back to school. What did you learn? Is it a volcano? No, Mount uh, Noah's Ark. We're going way back here, Baz. We're not talking a few weeks ago. Noah's Ark. Uh, <laughs> when they were obviously, he kept sending that. I nearly said budgie then. It wasn't a budgie. It was a dove, wasn't it? <laughs> budgie. Uh, he sent that dove out with a branch or whatever to go and find land, didn't he? Because, I mean, it was a bit like the day, actually. It was pissing down uh, and they'd been at sea for however long. And he sent that dove out and eventually it landed. When it landed, it was landed on Mount Ararat, Baz. Yeah. Uh, Noah's budgie. That's a good name for a band, isn't it? Noah's budgie. It's, that landed on Mount Ararat, which is the national symbol and everything of Armenia, although I think technically nowadays it's about half a mile over the border into China or Russia or somewhere, pinched it, uh, but they can all sing it, which is the main thing, so there you go. Uh, edutainment, this show, Baz. Right, I've gone four. I thought this was a bit too obvious, like, but then I thought, fuck it, there's also thing as a too obvious winner. Um, so I'm going to choose tonight. These games are on Monday and Tuesday. Your game's Monday, 5 o'clock kick-off, 2pm Eastern. Mine's the Tuesday and it is later in the night. It's quarter to eight, which is uh, quarter to three Eastern. And it's back to the Italy-Ukraine game. Um, and I just felt a bit more comfortable handicapping this because I took Italy in the last uh, round. Both teams to score against North Macedonia, which hit. Um, I watched England against Ukraine. You backed it and it was just on in the background. Um, and both are coming off 1-1 draws. Uh, Italy... Had a bad 1-1 draw, two points dropped against Macedonia. Ukraine had a good 1-1 draw, one point gained against England. So in the context of that group, um, it just wasn't a great performance from Italy. They, they got in front, they were pegged back. But it has put them in a tricky position in the group. Um, and I think they'll need to win here. Handicapped it well because they got that new manager. His name's Spalletti, I think, maybe, after Mancini had nicked off. Um the handicap on Ukraine is, I thought they played really well against England. They scored a really good goal 
It was an excellent goal from Zinchenko. They looked lively. They, they, were, they weren't outmatched. It wasn't attack v defence. Um, there was nothing in that game particularly. Um, and I just think England, uh, sorry, Italy, uh, look vulnerable again. Ukraine are effectively permanently away from home. So that doesn't really factor into the handicap. That was a home match against England, but they played it in Roslav in Poland. Um, so the fact that Ukraine had stepping away from home doesn't really affect my handicap much. I didn't see a reason to get away from the both teams to score again, Baz. Like, having watched the England game, I can't see why this is much different. In Italy, under a little bit of pressure, um, I nearly, very, very nearly looked at Ukraine at 7-1. to one. Like, Italy at minus 200, 2-1 two on. The draws three to one. The draws uh, Ukraine is seven to one. But I just went a little bit braver, and it's it's plus money again. The same prices I just took for Italy both teams to score in the last game. Um, so it wasn't broken, bad. So I'm not going to fix it. Both teams to score is five to four plus one twenty. Well, I've got the same game here um, and a similar pick, but very similar handicapping. Um, as you say, it's become a huge game for Italy because they're currently third behind Ukraine and England. England are getting away from things. So any kind of uh, defeat here would see them potentially overtaken by North Macedonia and they'd be in real trouble in terms of qualifying. Remember, they didn't qualify for the World Cup either, so they'd be in big trouble if they weren't to get a result here. Um, I mean, I f- faded Ukraine the other day, but they were good enough to keep England at bay. And as you say, that was a positive result for them, whereas Italy definitely wouldn't be seen as a positive result. So, I mean, Italy have conceded in each of the last three games now and four out of the last five. And I just thought, I thought if Ukraine can get on the score sheet here, they might have enough to get a positive result. And exactly the same as what you say. I really, really toyed with going for Ukraine here just because I don't think Italy are in a good place at the moment. Um, and as you say, 7 to one's a massive price. 7 to one Ukraine, I wouldn't put anyone off having a small punt on that. Um, it's a really, really big price against an Italy side that aren't firing on all cylinders. Um, and six to four, double chance if you wanted to take Ukraine just to get a draw or a win. But it, it's not where I've gone. I've, I've, I've just thought it really is too big a game for Italy. Um, and with the San Siro behind them, surely they'll do a bit better. Um, and I've decided to go for goals as well. Uh, and it's mainly because Italy aren't keeping clean sheets. Um, so I can't say Ukraine scoring. And that should open this game right up. And I've went for the over 2.5 here. It's at even money, plus 100 for over 2.5 goals in the Italy v Ukraine. But like you, I was very close to just having a go. It's 7-1 on Ukraine. Um, they want to sneak a, a 2-1 win or something here. Not a massive, massive surprise because Italy just aren't convincing anyone at the moment. That's Tuesday night in the San Siro, Baz. What's going on the following Tuesday in the San Siro? Oh, that'll be Jordy's taking over, won't it? That'll be AC yeah. Milan against Newcastle. Yeah, however, Baz, it's ridiculous. It doesn't seem real talking about it, yeah. I mean, uh, whilst, one two... whilst we're in that group, Malcolm, because I've got another one, this is why I call yeah, it three and a half, because I've, I've really just put this one in as an afterthought. And it's the same group. Um, North Macedonia uh, will beat Malta. Yes, they're only, they're only eight Brilliant. to eleven. It's it's a fairly short price, um, but just take North Macedonia, take that price, tag it on with someone else if you want someone a bit fancier. Um, but it's a big opportunity for North Macedonia here yeah, to pile the pressure on Italy and Ukraine, depending how that game goes. Particularly if you know Italy Ukraine say out a draw, um, North Macedonia can then sort of seize some momentum. Malta have lost all four, um, and they played a friendly the other day against Gibraltar. I don't know if that was thinking. 
let's get a little bit of a morale boosting win <laughs> ahead of the North Macedonia game. But they only went and beat Gibraltar 1 0. Um, so I don't think they'll have taken much of a boost of morale from that because Gibraltar are one of the lowest ranked teams in the world. Uh, so yeah, give me North Macedonia to win the other game in that group um, at 8 to 11, Malcolm. Definitely. Yeah, that's a, it's a Aka pick, you can put it in, put it in your parlay, yeah. definitely. But I mean, I'll just say 20 quid once you're 35 quid, Baz, it's finding money. Like it's uh, buy yourself three pints or a pizza next Friday night. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it. Stood, jumped off the page to me as well. Um, we've got a new sponsor here, Baz. Hall of Fame Bets is exciting. Uh, you can win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Yeah, research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer. That's us. Best with historical stats and data. If you put any parley idea into Hall of Fame Bet's revolutionary parley optimizer too, uh, you'll get hit rates broken down by leg, expected probabilities for the entire parley. Um, you can sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Uh, so stop betting in the dark. Um, over 30,000 users are researching with Hall of Fame Bet's to craft more intelligent and data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. And our old favourites, Underdog Fantasy. Um, I've got a great way for you to play alongside your favourite football team. The Fantasy Picking Game. You pick between two and five players, then select whether they'll go higher or lower on one of their stats. Uh, and then just do what we spend the next seven hours doing, Baz, watching football. Watch the games. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. It's a fantasy game, but you can win real money. Watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website at underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up, the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. It's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. Um, whose turn is it, Baz? It's mine, isn't it? I've got two left. Right. Yeah. I'm going to try and explain what I've done here, Baz. Because on the face of it, this would seem ridiculous. What I've picked here is, Baz, it's a push, right? <laughs> so I'm going to give you... <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah, your face. That's, your face is the perfect reaction because I've been putting that face through. I'm going to give you a bet here, which we're going to bet and we're going to get our money back. Now... <laughs> I understand we could do that by not having a bet without the risk of losing it. So this is the line. You know, I was saying that the bookies are sometimes wrong. This is the one that absolutely spot on, Baz. So you're going to have to hear me out here. The game game is Portugal against Luxembourg. Um, And so Portugal is 25 to 1 on uh, minus 2,500. The draw is 14 to 1. Luxembourg are 40 to 1, 4 0. Um, Portugal have won 5 of 5. They scored 14 and they haven't conceded. Um, so, watch the handicap, you're thinking. Um, Luxembourg are much improved. I mean, they used to be absolutely the whipping boys, didn't they? Before teams like Gibraltar and stuff got in, Luxembourg with the poster boy, they would go years without a win, years without a goal. They would celebrate a goal, one goal every two or three years, like. Um, much, much better this time around. They've actually won three, drawn one and lost one, Baz. Um, they beat Liechtenstein, which is fair enough. Liechtenstein are one of those teams who are now in a, in a tier below Luxembourg. But they've got a 2-0 win in Bosnia, which is pretty impressive. 
And they beat Iceland 3-1 at the weekend. I mean, that's Iceland who were competing at Euros alongside England, knocked England out of Euros recently. Um, they got a nil-nil draw in Slovakia as well as part of this. Um, now, and here's the issue. The only defeat they've got um, through... Sorry, Portugal only won 1-0 in Slovakia on Friday. The only def- they've conceded seven goals, Luxembourg. Six of them were against Portugal in a 6-0 defeat at home. Um, so that's one conceded in four goals. So I'm happy to put that as an outlier. I don't think that's anywhere near a fair reflection. On the fund. There's no other four lines to support that result, that 6-0 result. And again, I watched Portugal struggle in Slovakia at the weekend when Cristiano should have got sent off for kicking uh, Martin Dubravka's head off, by the way. Uh, but all twisty face, Bruno Fernandes scored and they won 1-0. Um, so the handicap pass, <laughs> yes, love it, giving you this push, um, is Luxembourg plus three, which is a price of 18 to 19, minus 105. But, and I was desperate to get a three and a half because Portugal are going to win 3-0 is what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. Definitely going to happen. Why not put that as your pick, Malcolm? Well, I have what I've got is but we're having a little saver on the three nil at ninety two. Right. <laughs> I don't really know what I'm doing. Um I just think it's not gonna go over three. Uh I mean it's just the numbers absolutely spot on. Uh so you I was looking for a sort of minus three, minus three and a half. Just it's possible that they could win two nil, though they could sneak a two nil and we'll get my money back. They're not gonna lose four nil. Like I say, a quarter of a point bars, that's what the pros would say. On Portugal, they win three 0 at ninety two. So, what do you think of all of that? I think that that was a long way to go about <laughs> nothing. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what I think about it, but I probably won't be playing it. I don't know what I think about it either. I've been working on this game for about six hours trying to fucking think of a bet, Baz, but I'm right. The Portugal is going to win three 0 If the bookies have got it right, just just have a small stake on Portugal three 0 and leave it there, Margam. The gap between like the two and a half and the three and a half will normally be quite close together. Like the lines, but they're not like two and a half, like one to three. And then the other one's gone right the other way. It's a massive gap between the two prices because they know as well. Christ, that was hard work, that Margaret. <laughs> Thank you very much. Total I'm waste not, of everyone's I'm time. Not, I'm you haven't sold it to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Get the right, money back at me. I have got um, Sweden versus Austria. Oh, Sweden. yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Are you? You said you only had three picks. I've done Italy. I've done Portugal. This is my third one. Oh, well. Right. All right. right. Good. Um, Sweden, 11 to 8, plus 137. Uh, draw, 130, plus 330. And Austria, 2 to 1, plus 200. Um, not going into loads of detail here. You might have more notes than me, but they've both played four. Austria sitting second behind Belgium on four points and Sweden on six points. Austria are unbeaten in seven, including a 2-0 home win versus Sweden back in June. Uh, Austria have beaten Sweden in the last three head-to-heads. And over the last 10 years, Sweden have not beaten Austria. Or you've got to go back 10 years for the last time Sweden beat Austria. Um, it's another one, Malcolm, which just looks a match to me. And therefore, Austria at 2-1 just looks a good price. I, I like Austria on the money line. Um, really sim- simple, straightforward one. I just think uh, Austria are in better form. They beat Sweden in the first leg. Uh, they've beat Sweden the last three times out. So, yeah, give me Austria to beat Sweden at two to one. Simple as that. Well, Barry, like a proud father, you can stand, you can ruffle my hair and pat me on the back and send me off into the world because I've learned from you, Barry. 
you've t- you've taught me the ways of the R sniffer, and I fetched out the exact same bet for the exact same reasons. You're absolutely right. So I have shown growth and development, Barry. You know, which in 47 years has not always been a strong point of mine. Um, the, if you look at Sweden's line, one two lost two scored ten. You think yeah, all right. However, you break it down, they've got they've scored ten goals in two games against the two shit teams, Azerbaijan and Estonia. They beat them both 5-0. Against the two good teams, they've lost 3-0 at home to Belgium and 2-0 to Austria. It's a, I mean, it's a definite sort of split in what's going on. Um, Austria have won three and drawn one. The only points they have dropped is a 1-1 draw in Belgium, which is a perfectly good result. Um, yeah, it's going to be low scoring again. Austria left it late in the home game against Sweden. They scored like 81 and 89, nicked it 2-0. But that could very well be a comp. That's a great comp game for this. Um, nice and tight. Austria could uh, one nil. Austria is seventeen to two plus seven fifty. I wrote down Baz. Um, but yeah, Austria two to one. Um, absolutely the same pick, Baz. Um, and that's also cut five minutes off the show because we don't have to do another game. So I mean, we're, we're making money hand over fist here, Baz. Um, yeah, that's me done. You have anything else? No, that was it for me from the international stuff. That was uh, that was everything. Fantastic. Um, Good. We're 20 minutes away from the red zone starting, which is exciting. Um, I'm going to have to sit and handicap all the MLB action uh, while you, I'm doing that, but that's not a problem. You've got an MLB what, what? show tonight, have you? Yes. Oh, that's brutal. That. Yeah, I'm looking forward. I mean, I've, I've been, um, I've listened to the mothership. I've listened to the props show with Moon Afon this afternoon. Uh, got me players down and uh, picked a few DFS. I'm in a million maker, so I've got a few DFS lineups on DraftKings. Um, I'm looking forward to turn red zone on and that'll be me for the next seven hours of uninterrupted football and uh, I might even stay up late for the, the late game just because it's weekend one in it I'm looking forward to it so no doubt we'll uh, we'll catch up later and see how everything's going see how our fantasy teams are doing and stuff yeah, definitely. looking forward to a night of uh, NFL action tonight really, really well, I'm doing the MLB at 10 o'clock when the late games are on so I thought I'll just put I'll move my table through there and stick it in front of the red zone and have an unmute while me and Lonnie go through MLB. So I won't miss much. Normally by 10 o'clock, everything's got tits right up, so it doesn't matter. I'm like, normally, all oh, the betting slips are piled high in the corner. Fantasy team's done. We're out the guillotine league. Uh, so by 10 o'clock in week one, that's normally when you know how your season's going. Right, well done, Baz. That was good fun. Uh, enjoyed it. What Wednesday night, we think, for Premier League? More yeah, than Wednesday night. Back, back to uh, the main event. And, um, yeah, yeah, back to the main yeah. event. Okay, thank one you very positive, much, Barry. One positive from this week, Malcolm. Yes. Newcastle didn't lose. Yeah, yeah, that's good. We've uh, so, uh, stemmed yeah. the bleeding. Weekend of Newcastle not losing was good. I enjoyed that. Yeah, we're going to win next week, boss. Um Well, thanks everyone who joined us. We've still got four people have joined for the last 90 seconds of the show, which is nice, you know, just to check in. Uh, and Courtney and everybody else. Good luck with your picks. Uh, go and tell a friend to tell a friend to listen to us on Wednesday uh, back Portugal to win 3-0 and we'll see you down the road cheers